What's going on, everybody? It's your boy LJ Johnson. Listen to us on, on the LJ Show. I'm Jim OKC86 Radio. I'm live at the Jim OKC86 Radio Studios. Good afternoon to you. Uh, I didn't talk about it yesterday, but I am going to talk about uh, the Will Smith slap uh, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what you want to call it, but <laughs> uh, everybody has a name for it. Everybody has um, their own uh, uh, comments and and suggestions and was it fake was it not fake uh what what does this mean uh what's wrong with will what's wrong with chris rock you know i didn't get into it yesterday but i'm, but I'm going to get into it today uh thank you for listening to us today this is the lj show you listen to it on gem monkey c86 radio or whatever podcast platform you're listening to it on i thank you for joining us uh let's see today is tuesday march 29th and I'm almost to the end, I'm almost to my point where I have to take my PT test for uh, uh, my board. And so uh, uh, I'm hoping to get my next promotion and, and for the, in the military, and I hope I get it. Uh, but uh, please, please, please pray for me. Uh, Friday, I'll be taking the PT test, and uh, hopefully I can get it. But, you know, I, I, I haven't been the best at working out and eating right. So, uh, you know, sometimes we expect God to do a miracle, but when we, we, <laughs> but we didn't do the work. A lot of times people ask for that. Um, you know, you're eating fried chicken and cupcakes, you know, Lord, just uh, bless this food. Let it be a nourishment for my body. And, uh, God is like, uh, well, I'll try. Like, uh, he's like, well, I'll try. Uh, no, I don't, I don't really know if God's saying that, but, uh, God loves us no matter what, but I am happy, 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 happy to be here today. I'm I'm going to talk about, uh, like I said, Will Smith. Uh, we're going to get into the Cowboys free agency signings. Um, I kind of want to know in the last six years, six to ten years, how many big free agents have the Cowboys signed? You know, it's re it's a reason why the Cowboys are always uh, getting beat in the first round and second round. Just don't spend a lot of money in free agency. And that's one of the reasons, one of the big reasons, in my opinion. Um, uh, I get into the verse of the day, uh, the Ukraine update. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the Ukraine uh, situation, the war in Ukraine. Uh, and, and what is apologetics? I, was gonna, I, I, uh, I mentioned it yesterday that I was going to get into the definition and kind of what is apologetics. And I said my show is going to be geared more towards apologetic foundation when I'm talking about things and culture. Um, and so, uh, just keep it locked right here. Uh, if you'd like to join us on, on, on Facebook, uh, I'm sorry, if you'd like to, uh, comment or, or, uh, send us an email, if you want to get on the show, send us a, send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the LJ show or LJ Johnson on Facebook. Um, Facebook, they don't allow you to put something like the sh your show or something like that. They want your, uh, first and last name, but, also, if you have Getter, G-E-T-T-R, G-E-T-T-R, it's a new app, it's a new social media app, go ahead and follow me on that, I'm on there, uh, I'm also on TikTok at the LJ Show, uh, so go ahead and follow me, and, and go ahead and give me your comments, and uh, on Twitter, I normally keep everything like political, and uh, my comments on social media, uh, my, comments, my comments on culture, and uh, my wife calls it trolling, but it's not trolling, it's just... I'm I'm responding to certain things, right? I'm responding to certain things. So go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter and uh, uh, hit me up if you want to be on the show. If you got any questions or comments or concerns or prayer requests, please send me your prayer requests. Also, if you if you need counseling, uh, if you're struggling with anything, we are a partnership with, with uh, Focus in the Family. Uh, they will be there to get you uh, counselors that you need. Uh, go ahead and go on our website, jmokc86radio.com. Uh, and and click on the focus focus on the family tab if you need counseling or anything of that sort. If you'd like to give us a call, 405-801-9663, 405-801-9663. This is the LJ Show. I'll be right back. What is going on, everybody? It is Paul Bill Jr., and I'm a gospel artist, singer, and songwriter, and you're listening to Jam OKC 86 Radio, Oklahoma City's number one gospel music station. Yeah. 
gentle as a daffodil Looking down from heaven while the devil poses counterfeit The truth is in the world when I hit you with some sound effects Now it's next to ground effects Christ brings you low there, ain't no way to counter it Found something better than Christ, I ain't found it yet New heaven, new earth, yeah, I like the sound of it So I, I'm in the good book, keep my hopes high Missed a couple days, high in phase, now that won't fly Satan taking shots at my soul like a faux father My mind hit be racing, so I appreciate the slow times Crying out on my knees, leaking through my snot box Teaching me, schooling me, guess I need the hard knocks Hard to see a blessing when your heart is like a harlot Hard to hit the mark when you're scoping on the target Blah. Got the eagle's eye view as I rummage through the scripture Of the New Testament, yeah I got the mixture The word hold firm in What's up, boy? Shay from the Bay Area, out there in California, uh, with the Classic Feel. Um, that it, uh, that song's called Classic Classic Feel, and that is Shay from uh, the Bay Area. I believe he lives kind of by San Francisco, and uh, we've had some talks about um, cost of living out there. And I've had I've asked him uh, a couple times, man, how do you do it? And, and you know, he's an entrepreneur, and so. <clears throat> He's an entrepreneur. His wife works, and they just uh, they just trust God and make it work, and it works. And um, I kind of I, I kind of wish I could live in San Francisco because um, it's really really nice out there. It's probably the nicest city in um, the United States. But God wants me uh, where I am, and I, I, I'm happy to be where I am. But uh, you listen to the LJ Show live at the Jamal KC86 Radio Studios on jamalkc 86 radiocom or the Windows app, or the Google Play app. Uh, Apple Play, Apple iTunes app is, is still working. Uh, we're, we're trying to get it approved and get it going. Uh, let's get into the Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Controversy. Um, uh, debate. Whatever you want to call it, right? It's over. Chris Rock made a if you haven't been living under a rock uh, I'll tell you what happened uh, Chris Rock if you have been living under the rock I'll tell you what happened Chris Rock made a joke about um, saying he can't wait to see G. I. see Jada Pickett and G.I. Jane 2 now I have to rewatch this like three times to figure out what the joke was about I had to rewatch it and also had to um go and uh read about Jada Pickett's condition. So she he said he 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 can't wait to see her in GI Jane too, right? And that means, you know, you got a bald head, you you lost your hair, 
And uh, I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane, too. Because G.I. Jane, she cut all her hair off. I, I forgot who was in that movie. It was uh, some some actress. But she cut her hair off. It was a military movie. Uh, dot, 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 dot. Right? And so, we'll sp- in the beginning of the... Uh, after Chris Rock said the joke, Will Smith kind of laughed. Uh, you know, he probably kind of... He's probably was trying to go with the flow at first. Then he... Um, I think he looked at what Jada's face looked like, right? He looked at the look on Jada's face. He saw the look on Jada's face, and I think that's when he decided to go up there and and, and slap the man, silly. Um, Chris Rock took it like a man. <laughs> There's a lot of um, uh, it's a lot of debate. It was it was it real? Was it fake? Um, looked real to me. Especially when you're going to read about um, why uh, Will Smith would be upset, right? So let's read about. I I got on USA Today, and I and I saw and I read about um, her condition. So let's kind of read about that. Let's read about her condition. And uh, wait a minute, where is that? I had it. Oh, here. All right. So. What has Jada Pickett said about her? Now, I don't know how to pronounce this. Alopecia. Now, disclaimer, I'm probably, I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong. So, what has Jada Pickett said about her alopecia? In a 2008 episode of Red Table Talk, uh, Pickett Smith told viewers that she was having issues with hair loss and that it was terrifying when it first started. I was in the shower one day and then handfuls of hair just in my hands, and I was just like, oh, my God, and I'm going bald, she said. In one of those times in my life where I was literally shaking with fear. So this is J.D. Pickett-Smith talking about uh, the situation of her losing hair because of the disease. of or um, So I believe this is a disease or, or cancer, but, but I'll read the definition of alopecia here in a second. Uh, at the time, this is this she's still, she's still talking. At the time, Pickett Smith said she had every kind of test and wasn't certain about why she was losing hair. People said stress. People say, "Oh, you have, uh, oh do you, oh you have, do you have alopecia?" Uh, she said. Since then, Pickett Smith has continued discussing the condition. She shared a video on Instagram last year of of a line that appeared in the short hair of her hair. Of a head. Uh, writing in the caption, me and the Alpacia are going to be friends. All right, so let's go down. What is Alpacia? Now, remember, remind you, I am probably pronouncing it wrong, so please forgive me. Alpacia is a medical term for hair loss, which can include everything from common balding on the head to hair loss on the body and more, according to the Mayo Clinic. There are multiple kinds of Alpacia including alopecia areata, a disease in which the immune system attacks hair follicles, causing hair loss. Um, I don't have any hair, but I don't have alopecia. Um, I started going bald at 25 years old. Um, I don't believe I have alopecia. I mean, it's been about 10 years I've been bald, so... And I remember when I was going bald too. It and it was twenty. I was twenty five, and I was like, "Man, how, what happened to my waves?" And and I was I was um, heartbroken for a while. I didn't think girls would like me, but my my, <laughs> my dad reminded my dad told me, "Man, they like uh, women like bald head guys." You know, I'm black and I'm bald headed. My dad said. Uh, w- women they, they they love men with bald heads. Turns out they did. Anyway, get back to it. Uh, patchy alopecia areata causes hair loss in horn-sized patches, while alopecia totalis um, causes people to lose all or nearly all of the hair on the top of their head. According to the National Institutes of Health, people with alopecia universalis uh, lose all or almost all of the hair on their scalps and the rest of their bodies. What causes alopecia? Many factors can cause hair loss, including genetic history, hormonal changes, and medical conditions, such as alopecia radio. 
according to the Mayo Clinic. Now, this is why I don't think I have alopecia because my dad, he still has hair. He's almost 70 years old. Uh, so, uh, but J.D. Pickett Smith uh, has alopecia. And so that's why her hair is, uh, is has been lost. And uh, so Chris Rock made the joke about her being on G.I. Jane 2. And Will Smith said, hey, you're talking about my wife. That's her condition. There's a reason why she's lost her hair. Um, this is not nothing to make a joke of. And so I'm going to come up there and, and give you a piece of my mind in front of the world. Was it a good choice? Um, no, it wasn't. Do I understand it? Yeah, I understand it. Um, I just... I say it wasn't a good choice because I understand, I I believe that he could have um, did something different. Um, but um, in the heat of the moment, I understand you want to protect your wife. And I can't say what I would have done. You know, um, I, only reason I say it wasn't a good choice because it was in front of the whole world. is It was on national television or worldly television. And it gives people all these different impressions and all these unanswered questions. And um, he can handle it backstage. If you want to slap, slap him backstage or at the after party, you know, uh, that's what he should have did. That's what he should have done. But I, I do like that uh, Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington, and I forgot it was somebody else. They were they was trying to talk talk to him about uh, what he should have did or just just checking on him during it. But that is what. Um, that's why Will Smith was upset because his wife has this condition. And, um, you know, I kind of thought he was upset because of the red table talk deal. And he was just upset at everybody uh, making fun of his wife. Him, him more importantly, uh, making fun of him because uh, what happened on that discussion. Now, in, in my opinion, you shouldn't have went on uh, a show to talk about your marriage anyway. That's a that's a bad idea. So they, they never should have went on the show to talk about uh, the marriage in that way. Those problems. Nobody needs to know about those problems. Nobody needs to know about those problems. But that's why Will Smith was upset because his wife has this, has this condition. Chris Rock made a joke, and then Will Smith decided to march up the stairs, rear back the right hand, and slap the man in the face. And uh, Chris Rock played it off. Um, there are people saying, well, it was fake. Well, it wasn't fake. Uh, and because the LAPD was going to charge Will Smith, uh, with, with, I guess assault, but Chris Rock, uh, refused to repress charges. And so it didn't happen. Also, um, Will Smith issued an apology. Uh, violence is all in this. This is his apology. Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was un- unacceptable and in- inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of my are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Uh, I would like to publicly ap- apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line. I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not in. in- Indictive of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. So that was his uh, apology. What say you? Text us at 405-801-9663. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? Uh, what is your take on the Will Smith slap? Do you care? That's another thing. A lot of people don't even watch the Oscar Awards. I haven't watched the Oscar Awards in, man, like 20 years. Like, I I watch movies, but I'm kind of, I've kind of got out of touch with Hollywood uh, because of the uh, political statements and the uh, statements on race and woke stuff. And um, as as far as um, the, the actors and the actresses. You know, trying to keep up with what they're saying and what they're doing and who wins what award. I really don't care anymore. I used to. I used to. But now, I, I think uh, once President Obama got in office and then President Trump, 
I kind of, I, I kind of um, got a bad taste in my mouth about Hollywood. You know, so that's why I call. If if you follow me on Facebook or on Twitter, you'll see me call them Holly Weird all the Holly Weird all the time, like Wanda Sykes, and um, it was it was her, and it was like two other women up there, two other actresses up there, and they made a, they said uh, we're gonna have a good time, and then Florida, you people in Florida. We're gonna have a gay time, gay, 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 gay about the about the Florida bill, the parents' rights bill. So, I'll get into that. I I will get into that tomorrow, uh, the parents' rights bill, uh, because uh, it's very funny how people can't read, right? They act like they can't read. They act like they can't read. But I'll get into that tomorrow. But let me know what you think. Four zero five eight zero one nine six three. Go ahead and send us a text, or you can email us at jamokc eighty six radio uh, support at jamokc eighty six radio dot com. Support at jamokc eighty six radio dot com. Go ahead and send me a message on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or and follow me on TikTok. This is the LJ Show. I am LJ Johnson. I'll be right back. No one can stand against me. The Lord is with.
Text line 405-801-9663. 405-801-9663. Listen to the LJ Show on Jump OKC 86 Radio. Let's get into, um, as you can tell, my coffee has gotten into me. <laughs> Let's get into uh, what is apologetics, right? What is apologetics? Uh, let's get into the definition, and uh, just want to talk a little bit about it. Uh, so the word, uh, the Greek word apologia, is used twenty times in the New Testament. Um, so in Acts, Philippians. Uh, uh, let's see, Acts, Philippians. Yeah, different uh, uh, books of the Bible in the New Testament. So uh, Acts eighteen four says every Sabbath is. Every Sabbath, he reasoned in the synagogue, trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. Um, so, the definition of apologetics. The definition of apologetics. A verbal defense, a verbal defense, and a reply to a formal charge and answer. So, um, you know, and I always say, I always say that um, music artists, Christian music artists, should all be apologetics. They should all be apologetics. They should not be into progressive Christianity because um, a lot of people forget that or they don't practice this thought or, or put into and put into their minds that a Christian song is just as important as a sermon. The song on the album uh, or a song by a Christian music artist is just as important as a sermon. So you should. So you should have. So you should. So we should. Um, I can't talk. We should hold that to the same standard as a sermon, a song, right? And so, uh, so the de- definition of apologetics is a, de- a verbal defense and a reply to a formal charge and answer. So, apologetics is the justification and defense of biblical Christianity. Uh, biblical apologetics focuses on spreading and defending the Christian philosophy of life while challenging non-Christian uh, philosophies. Apologetics is the justification and defense of biblical Christianity. Uh, biblical apologetics focuses on spreading and defending. So the uh, the defending part is the main thing of apologetics, right? And defending the Christian philosophy of life while challenging non-Christian philosophies. Uh, the apologist responds to the objections of unbelievers in a way which sets forth the objective truth of Christianity and the inclusive character of the Christian system. He or she offers reasons for belief, vindicating the Christian worldview over against competing systems of thought and living. Uh, The appropriate response to critics of the faith is that of reasoning with them, refuting objections, proving conclusions, and offering arguments. So, um, then we get into our verse of the day, which is comes out of first Peter three and 15. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. I have a story to tell when I was, um, I think it was, uh, 12 years ago. We'll see. I want to say like 12. Yeah. No, 13 years ago. I was in my first deployment. And actually, we was training to get ready to go to um, overseas for deployment. And uh, I had I had a group of soldiers coming to me uh, because everybody knew that I loved listening to gospel music. I I had a CD Walkman, and I would carry it around wherever I went, uh, and and I would listen to, and I would have these big headphones, and then like you can always hear what I'm listening to. And I remember I <laughs> I can remember I ordered. Um, CDs from CDbaby.com uh, and Amazon. I ordered the CDs and I had them shipped to me, and I would listen to uh, the all the new albums and stuff. And so everybody knew that I liked gospel music. Everybody knew that I was a Christian. I used to read the Bible on my bed, my bunk. That's what the military calls it, my bunk. So I had a group of soldiers coming to me, and and asked me some questions about Christianity and why I believe what I believe, and. I just couldn't answer a lot of the questions, you know, uh, I, I crumbled. And, um, one of the guys said, you know what? I've been wanting to hear you say one thing. I said, what? He said, faith, you have faith 
even though you can't see it, even though you haven't, you didn't see Jesus die on the cross, even though um, you don't see God or you don't see, you know, you have faith. And that was, a, that was a wake up call to me. It was. And it taught me a lesson, um, especially to like non-believers and atheists. You have to be ready to give an answer. Just like first Peter three and 15 says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Always be prepared to give an answer. Right. You have to always be prepared. And that's what apologetics is. Uh, Being prepared to defend your faith and. um, It kind of attacks culture. And that's that's another way I look at it. It, it attacks the evil evil things of culture, and um, it gives an account. Um, so, say you have a sociology book, uh, a philosophy book, a psychology book. It's taking the, the Bible, and it, you, so you're you're putting the Bible first above all these books, all these writings, all these other things, and you're. You're putting the Bible first, right? So you're having a conversation at work or in your family or something like that, and they're talking about, um, well, I read my sociology book. I read my uh, psychology book, this and that, this and that. You say, well, the Bible says dot, 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 dot. And then you you defend it with uh, the proper theology, proper uh, context, uh, historical context of the Bible, and uh, science. I heard Jack Graham says, uh, I said on the radio the other day that uh, the Bible and science goes hand in hand. So that's another thing. That's another lot of, a lot, there's a lot of debates, and, and um, especially in colleges. So in colleges is is the main um, and, uh, see, uh, environment uh, that you see that apologetics is needed because a lot of colleges are very, very liberal, very, very liberal. Uh, so uh, let's, let's move on. Offering arguments, often offering arguments in the favor of certain conclusions should not be confused with being argumentative or contentious in one's demeanor. Presenting a reason for the hope that is within us does not demand that we do so in the in an offensive or, or arrogant way. Amen. Amen. So I had a discussion on Facebook the other day. Um, one of my uh, buddies posted, um, there's a long, this guy, he put like a long list of sins and he said, we all do them. So stop condemning people. Well, and I, and I said, well, that's, that is true. That is true. We, we do all sin and, and uh, you can have a long list of sins and do them. And, uh, you can pick one out of the list, you know, or a whole bunch of them. Um, but it seems like the guy was condemning charismatics or condemning, um, or he was coming at, apologetics people that practice apologetics and I practice apologetics all the time and I had somebody um comment me uh with some comments reply to my comments with his comments saying uh what are you defending why do you need to defend your faith uh, why can't you just live out who you are and just allow, allow people to see it and uh, just be loving well that's progressive that's progressive Christianity just kind of just mosey along uh, don't make too much noise. Don't rattle any cages. Don't, uh, uh, offend anyone. Um, look, if you, <laughs> you have to be different in the world, right? So there has to be a difference between you and the, uh, uh, the person that's a homosexual, the person that's adulterous, the person that's really, really not living for God and doesn't care. Right. If there has to be a difference between you because you're trying, uh, you're doing your best to live for God, right? So people need to see a difference in you. And a lot of times my employees and my soldiers, uh, they ask me questions about different things. Like I had a soldier ask me a question uh, about gay marriage and uh, homosexuality because of what he's seen other Christians do, what he's heard from other Christians, like um, taking Bible a lot of Christians take the Bible out of context. They use the, the Leviticus uh, scripture 
by homosexuality. Um, instead of going to uh, what Jesus uh, talked about in Matthew 19, I talked about that yesterday. But a lot of people take the Bible out of context and it becomes off as hateful uh, to the world. So I have a lot of um, employees ask me questions a lot at work about it. And um, uh, yeah, and there is some times where uh, I, I do defend my faith and I, and I, I have the answers. Uh, but the main thing, and this is what uh, I'll be, I'm referring to when I talk about Christian music artists, is uh, allowing the Bible to speak, to speak for itself. That's what apologetics does. You allow the Bible to speak for itself. It doesn't matter what the Bible says or what the verse says. You allow it to speak for itself by saying, look, I'm going to show you what the word of God says about this situation. And I want you to know I didn't write this. This is God's word. So you allow the person to know that so they can take it over God, not over you. But uh, it's a way to present it um, without being hateful. Like I said, presenting a reason for the hope that is within us does not demand that we do so in an offensive or arrogant way. So let's go back to our, um, our definition of apologetics. A verbal offense, a reply to a formal charge, and answer. And our um, scripture today is 1 Peter 3 and 15. Always, 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 always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. You know, uh, the atheists do. I don't have enough faith to be atheist, but the atheists give the they all they give an answer. Well, I don't believe God because of science. You know, create uh, they don't believe in creationism. That's another conversation, and that that right there becomes a whole debate, a whole debate right there. But you have to be prepared for that too. You know. A lot of Christians, they get into this mode of, well, I don't want to be in the position. They, a lot of people don't want to be in position. They're, and like I said yesterday, they're scared of conviction. A lot of people are scared of conviction and uh, uh, wake-up call moments. But you need those wake-up I needed that wake-up call moment uh, back in, uh, what was that, 2008. Yeah, I needed that wake-up call moment. And, you know, that got me to re <laughs> after that day. Man, I started reading a lot more and and uh, not just reading the verses in the Bible, but like taking notes so I can remember what I read and uh, just really get that in my heart. And um, <coughs> excuse me, just really get that in my heart, man. Uh, but uh, also on Philippians, uh, I am put here for the defense of the gospel. Philippians uh, chapter one, verse 16, I am put here. For the defense of the gospel. Now, a lot of times, uh, progressive Christians, progressive Christians, or people that use progressive Christianity, practice progressive Christianity, they disregard what Paul did. They kind of minimize Paul a little bit, Paul's ministry, um, and they just focus on uh, people uh, in the Bible that God chose to use. They sin to which they did, uh, so. That means they weren't perfect, and God used them anyway, which is true, which is true. But they kind of uh, progressive pastors. They kind of just focus on uh, um, not holiness. Like they don't talk about different ways not to sin, different ways to stay away from uh, demonic things and culture. They kind of don't talk about that. They kind of they kind of don't want to rattle the cage. So if you listen to a sermon from a, from a progressive pastor. They don't really want to rattle, rattle the cage unless it's talking about race. And I will get into that tomorrow. If you haven't uh, followed us on Twitter, GemoKC86Radio.com. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, GemoKC86Radio. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the LJ Show. Uh, Instagram on the, at the LJ Show. Send us a text, 405-801-9663. Uh, uh, so I talked about apologetics and um if you want to read, if you want to find out more, uh, the G3 Ministries. Uh, so they have from Brad Anderson. He's uh, wrote a 103-page 
uh, lesson plan for what is apologetics, and it's basically apologetics one-on-one. Uh, so studies in the practical theology, but, but b- biblical apologetics uh, by Brad Anderson from G3 Ministries. So uh, just Google that and just go ahead and download that. And uh, it's a great resource to learn about apologetics. Uh, uh, so four zero five eight zero one nine six six three. That is our text line. I am LJ Johnson. This is the LJ Show. I'll be right back, guys. Come here today to lift up the name of Jesus. I need everybody in this place to scream. Creator of the universe. Creator. of heaven and earth. Five eight zero one nine six six three. That is our text line. Uh, the Cowboys signed James Washington, uh, Dante Fowler, and uh, Curse Jaron Curse. But Jaron was already on the team. Well, he was a free agent, um, but they also signed, uh, re-signed uh, Michael Gallup, Leighton Vanderash, um, um, Malik Hooker, uh, restructured Dem- Demarcus Lawrence's contract. 
Um, it's on Long Snapper. And um, we haven't made a Blix Splash since Brandon Carr. So, I mean, I, I mean that's just kind of. That's that's the reason why we're always getting beat in the first second round. That's the reason why we haven't made the NFC uh, championship game because we just won't spend money in free agency. We just won't do it. Um, now, James Washington, James Washington is a great uh, signing. I, I like that he has a he can out outside. Uh, he can run about two two. He's good at two to three routes, uh, and so that's good for Dak. Also, we franchise tag a, a tight end to Kevin Run block, and I don't understand that. I kind of think that was Dak's um, doing right there. Maybe Dak wanted that to happen. I wouldn't have done that, but um, we'll see. Uh, they still got uh, David Clowney out there, out there for signing uh, available. But now nah, I, I think I truly think they're just gonna go in the free to uh to the uh, draft and uh go from there. But it was okay, it was not great. But we traded away Amari Cooper. I believe that was um, locker room reasons between him and Dak. That's my opinion. Let's get to some Ukraine talks. So, give a Ukraine update. Kremlin sees no significant breakthroughs on Ukraine peace talks. No significant breakthroughs. Um, yeah. Are we going to World War Three? Do you want to go? <laughs> Come with me. Right. Uh, no significant peace talks. So they tried to, President Zelensky and uh, President Putin, uh, I guess they sent a team of people to try to have peace talks and no significant peace talks. That is your update. Because <laughs> that's all that you need to know right there. Uh, we know there's a lot of destruction going on, um, a lot of bombing going on in Ukraine. Uh, and so the main thing is no significant peace talks. Um, after a spokesman from, for the Russian government said on Monday that the Kremlin sees little progress in peace negotiations with Ukraine, uh, Newsweek reported, regrettably, we cannot say there have been any significant achievements or breakthroughs so far in peace negotiations with Ukraine, Russian presidential spokesman uh, Dmitry Peskov. I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, told TASS. Told T TASS is, a, I guess it's a Russian... Um, uh, news media outlet. Uh, the statement by Peskov to Russia state-owned network comes even after Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky floated the possibility of autonomy or independence from the separate Donbas religion uh, region. Uh, uh, we cannot and will not speculate about progress for the time being for the very decision to go ahead and face-to-face -face talks is important, of course, Peskov said. Um, speaking of in-person talks that are set to take place soon in Istanbul, Turkey next week. So no, um, no breakthroughs in peace talks. Still fighting. Um, still uh, taking in refugees. I've I seen that President Biden said uh, America's going to take in at least 100,000 refugees from Ukraine. Uh, the border is its own situation. Our our border, our southern border, and even President Biden said it over in the uh, G seven uh, conference. Uh, so he he said thousands and thousands of people uh, coming into the border illegally a day. Well, stop it. Do something to stop it. I mean, uh, uh, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we can do something to stop that. Uh, I know what we can do. I won't say it over the air. <laughs> but 405-9663. I'm sorry. 405-801-9663. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at the LJ Show and LJ Johnson. If you want to send us an email, jamoqc86radio.com. Uh, support at jamoqc86radio.com. Support at jamoqc86radio.com. Send us your prayer requests. For you, for your neighbor, for your sister, for your brother, 
Uh, send us your prayer requests. Uh, I'll be right back with the closing. This is my boy Marcus Rogers. guys i want to thank you for listening today to the lj show on jamo kc86 radio whatever podcast platform you listen to it on uh join us tomorrow at live at noon central standard time on jamo kc86 radio.com you guys have a blessed day Standing.